At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VTW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast with VEASAN's hockey betting analyst, Andy McNeil. Here is Danny Burke. Okay, welcome to it, folks. Welcome back in to VEASAN's Hockey Betting Podcast. Danny Burke, your host alongside is Andy McNeil as we are heading into Wednesday's action of the Stanley Cup postseason. We have officially gotten through two nights of playoff action, and it's been exciting to say the least. Again, you can follow Andy on Twitter for all of his updates at Digital Gambler, at Danny Burke 5 for myself, and make sure you look at VEASAN.com. That's V-S-I-N.com, so you can see all of Andy's articles covering each playoff game, series, and more over at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. So much like yesterday, Andy and I are going to run through the slate of games that happened last night, uh, share our thoughts, adjusted series prices, and then we'll get into tonight's slate of games for Wednesday, April 19th. So, Andy, let's go ahead and jump into a series that pretty much was the one that people were looking forward to most, it seemed like. Uh, Out on the East Coast, the Rangers and the Devils, the New York Rangers taking care of business, 5-1 to against New Jersey. Vanacek allowed four goals on just 22 shots. We saw playoff Shesterkin save 27 of 28 shots. Best number I see now if you want to get involved on the Rangers outright, minus 190, both at Caesars and DraftKings. But if you want to put some faith still in the Devils, plus 196 in the underdog role over at Bet Rivers. What did you see from game one there, Andy? Uh, well, yeah, by the time the Devils got their legs under them, they were trailing by two goals and down by three before they showed any kind of pushback. So, I mean, not a not a great look for the Devils. You could say that uh, 
maybe the nerves got to them a little bit at the start of that game, but uh, the Rangers really did um, bring it early. And while the Devils controlled the play at five on five, as expected, they went 0 for 4 on the power play, didn't score a goal until Jack Hughes lit the lamp on a penalty shot with about three minutes remaining. And uh, New York's power play did not miss going two for three. Uh, I think it also has to be taken into account that the, the Devils were trailing by, you know, such a big deficit. And New York had the luxury to be able to sit back a little bit. So that's going to, you know, help kind of pad New Jersey's stats, even though, like I said, we did expect that most people expected them to have an edge at five on five. And I think that's going to be the case in this series, regardless of what the outcome is. But um, yeah, they, they couldn't get the Igor Shesterkin. He was, he was great. And uh, devil's in a, in a tough spot here. I don't think they're out of it by any means. I actually, I think that plus plus one ninety six you said at bet rivers would be a, mm-hmm. a plus EV bet. I, I, I think that uh, if, if somebody has conviction in the devils, then that's probably the way to go here. Uh, I have it priced around plus 170, I believe. Uh, have the Devils winning 38% of the time. Uh, so, you know, they're going to lose more often than not at this point after dropping game one and losing home ice advantage. Uh, I guess you could argue what kind of home ice advantage do they have given that it is uh, the battle for the Hudson, right? So a um, lot of Rangers fans in attendance uh, in the in in the Rock last night. So, uh got a question, you know, what, what kind of advantage they even have there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to, obviously I'm not going to count the devils out. I think, uh, young team, you expect some, maybe some growing pains here and there. Uh, and they did, they did kind of find their legs, like I said, but you have to take into account that, that the Rangers were able to sit back. So I'm going to be really interested to see what happens in, in game two. I'm not going to add to my, my, my series, bet i had a small bet on the devils to win the series i'm not going to add to that i'm not going to bet them to win game two i'm not betting on the rangers either because i still do favor the devils uh, a bit but um yeah i haven't seen anything i didn't see anything from new jersey that would 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 inspire any more confidence if if anything i've got a little less confidence now speaking of less confidence uh that's how i'm feeling about my toronto maple leaf series bet andy they uh got pummeled by the lightning last night Holy cow, Samsonov only saved 23 of 29 shot attempts. Vasilevsky stopped 28 of 31. If you want to jump in on the Lightning, shortest price I see at FanDuel is minus 125. If you want to go back in on Toronto, first of all, good luck. Second of all, best number. Also, Hepet Rivers in this uh, series, plus 125 for the Maple Leafs. Uh, Andy, you never really want to say... um, that you want to push the panic button post game one, but because it's the Maple Leafs and because it's going against the lightning, uh, are you, are you worried if you're someone who like myself uh, invested in Toronto for this series? Yeah. I mean, uh, not a, not a great start by any means. I think a pretty jarring uh, result for, you know, anybody who had the Maple Leafs as a favorite. Now I think, I think for the average hockey fan, and I don't say that with any kind of like condescending way, um, I don't think people account for the fact that, you know, a team can still win the series if they lose game one, when they make their predictions, they're thinking, you know, Oh, you know, Tam- uh, Toronto is going to win the series. And, and they, I think a lot of people would automatically think that means they're, you know, they're going to win game one. And uh, that would be the case more often than not. But when I make my series predictions, I'm accounting for all the 
possibilities. And sometimes Tampa Bay wins game one. And, you know, sometimes they win the series after they game, win game one and vice versa. There's a lot of ways that the series can work out in terms of, you know, the order at which the wins and losses kind of play out. So um, you got to remember that. But then you think, okay, Toronto hasn't won a playoff series in, in you know, 20 plus years or 20 years or whatever. Um, and they haven't won game one in, in six out of the last seven playoff series that they've um, took part in, including the play in rounds. So not, you know, not, a, not a great, great start. They, they won game one against Tampa Bay last year in decisive fashion and still lost the series though. So I guess I guess if you could take some solace in the fact that maybe they, maybe things flipped this time, but uh, the pattern's not really in your favor either. So, um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a tough, that's a tough way to go out. But I think the big thing here is that the series could change simply because of the injuries that happened in, in game one. Victor Hedman left the game with an injury, didn't return. He was seen at the end of the game congratulating his teammates as they were coming back to the room, though. So I guess that's a, a good sign that he wasn't, you know, uh, seeking or getting medical attention. Um, and Eric Cernak, uh, just a totally unnecessary, uh, intentional hit to the head on the part of Michael Bunting, who I would assume is going to receive some sort of suspension, uh, for that. And, uh, so that's a, a loss for the Leafs too, as Bunting plays a top line role with some of their best players and, you know, Cernak, I mean, he, he looked to be, he looked to be pretty dazed, so he could be out with a concussion for all we know. Um, and, and Mikey Esamont, uh, a serviceable forward that Tampa Bay picked up at the trade deadline, uh, he, he also left the game with injuries. So um, Tampa Bay's depth, particularly on the blue line, has taken a hit. Um, don't really know how to how to handle that right now, though. Uh, you know, we're still a day out from the game and, you know, anything could happen. We could learn that Hedman is going to be fine and he'll be in game two. We could learn that Cernak's going to be fine as well and, and it might be ready to come back for game two also so that could that could definitely impact things um but just you know looking at these two teams as they came into game one i think tampa bay probably wins the series around 58 percent of the time now uh so that means the odds have basically flipped from where i thought toronto was going to win 59 percent of the time to to tampa bay winning almost almost that much so um not not a great start for the leafs but uh you know i certainly wouldn't count them out of it Okay, let's move on to Sin City where the Golden Knights, not the performance they were expecting in game one. How about those Winnipeg Jets, my friend? They dominate VGK, getting the dub 5-1. to one. Hellebuck only had 17 shots at him, and he saved 16 of them. And then Brassois saved 26 out of 30. Now you see the best number on Winnipeg, minus 118 at Bet Rivers. But remember when Andy and I were talking last week, folks, they were as high as plus 167, and even Andy was clamoring, hey, if you get plus 140 or better, look to take Winnipeg in this series. And they get off to a great start. So uh, right now, minus 118 for their series price is the best number. And if you want to go in on BGK, plus 125, I'm seeing at points bet for the best spot. But Andy, how about those Jets, baby? Hell of a start. Yeah, I mean, they, the Jets played about as complete of a game as a team can play in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Start to finish, Vegas had no answer. The Jets dominated, owning 60% uh, plus of the, the shot attempts, 70 plus percent of the expected goals. And the fact that they did it with a lead, I think, is really impressive. You expect the team, especially in the playoffs, they get a lead. You know, they're, they're, they're I, I think, you know, 
almost subconsciously you want to kind of sit back and try to protect that lead because every win is so important. But Winnipeg did not do that whatsoever. I mean, they played great defense and they protected their lead, but they did not let let their foot off the gas. They were so aggressive. Um, Vegas at times in the third period when you would expect them to push couldn't even get out of their own zone for for long stretches. The the puck would could get turned around each time that they tried to make an outlet pass or uh, chip it up along the boards. Winnipeg had a stick or a body there to knock the puck back in and, and start the cycle. It was it was incredible to watch. Uh, like I said, the most dominant playoff performance of anybody in the the first round so far. That includes the big favorites like Boston. Obviously, Colorado dropped their first game, but. Um, yeah, the Jets did not play like a, a, a plus one thirty underdog. They played uh, like a like a big favorite in really in reality. I mean, if if Winnipeg plays that way and Connor Hellebuck is able to stand tall, this won't be a long series. I still think it's going to be a long series because that level of play is going to be tough to sustain. Um, but I think Winnipeg just showed us that the gap between the two teams is probably a lot smaller than it was originally thought to be, and. They might even be the better team. I mean, I think they are. Uh, they were certainly the better team in game one. The defense was on point, Connor Hellebuck. Uh, and the few times that he had to really stand tall, he did. So I've got the Jets to win the series, obviously, like you said. Uh, I'm going to be backing them until there's a real reason not to, uh, whether that means the price has shifted away from kind of where it is now substantially or you know their play really drops off or or something like that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm back in them in game two on the money line at plus plus one thirty. I think that's, uh, the better play than, than getting in at the series price at this point, if you haven't as well. So, um, you expect Vegas to come back firing, right? You want, you want to get back in this series, but, uh, I'm okay with the jets, even if they play up to a, you know, a, a 50, 55% expected goals, uh, kind of level, uh, and, and they're, they're, they've got a long way to go down, uh, before they get there. So if they can bring that same kind of energy to game two, I'd be very happy with the, uh, a bet on the jets at plus plus one thirty. All right. Noted my man. Yeah. Looking forward to the jets and seeing what they can do to a team with Vegas that, uh, we have been attributing a lot of their success to puck luck, maybe playing a little bit over their heads and, Winnipeg exposing them in game one. Let's hope for more of the same there in Las Vegas for game two. Uh, in the Mile High City, Andy, the Avalanche falls short in game one. Not a great start for their path in trying to repeat as Stanley Cup champions. So Seattle overcomes them three to one. Grubauer saving 34 to 35 shot attempts. Georgi up 27 out of 30. If you want to jump in now on a lower price for Colorado at Caesars and at points bet here in Illinois, I see Colorado minus 120. Seattle, if you want to jump in on them with a one-game lead at Bet Rivers, the Kraken, plus 125. Uh, what did you make game one to be between the Avalanche and the Kraken, Andy? What can we take away from that spot? So admittedly, uh, this is the game that I paid the least attention to because I was so... I was so wrapped up in the 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 Winnipeg uh, Vegas game, and I had this game on, and it was just kind of you know there in the background. So I missed a little bit of it. I didn't I didn't get to see you know really the, not that I didn't get to see it, but I, I wasn't paying close attention to this game. Um, but uh, I did get to watch you know the latter half of the game, and and Seattle they they did a great job. Um, they pulled out the biggest upset of the playoffs so far, and I, I think you know while. They did control the game for the most part, and things could have turned out differently if if there was a you know a bounce 
uh, or two that went Colorado's way, but it, it wasn't the type of game that you want to see if you're, you're backing a big favorite. Um, and, and I, I don't know anybody that would be, you know, really enticed to, to go on and, and do that with the avalanche in game two coming up. Uh, but the, you know, this isn't the same team that won the Stanley cup. I, I'm not ready to count them out. They've, they've, the, the like the series has the tone of the series has definitely changed here. Uh, but I still think the, the avalanche win this one 56% of the time. So I guess some, some value, a little bit of value on, on minus minus one twenty. you said uh, at, at, at around 54%. So I guess if you want to back the avalanche now might be the time to do it, but they're, they're definitely more ripe for the picking as, uh, as so many sports said the other day. Yeah, that's for sure. Again, a team that not only is it difficult, like we always say to replicate winning a championship in hockey back-to-back years, but the fact that they were so banged up dealing with all the adversity through injuries and then trying to put things together immediately in the postseason is it's always going to be a tall order, but uh, this Kraken team is feisty, but I'm kind of with you. I mean, the Colorado price minus 120 is tempting. Don't know if I'm going to rush into it. Might just wait a little bit, but that number is available out there if you do want to jump in on the Avalanche. Again, minus 120 I see at Caesars and points bet here in Illinois if you want to jump in on the Colorado Avalanche. Okay, Andy, let's go ahead and move on to tonight's games. Let's start with Carolina and New York, the Islanders being... And in this spot, we saw out in Las Vegas at Circa, at least, Carolina opening up about minus 168 in this game. The Hurricane, or pardon me, yeah, Carolina minus 168, New York plus 153, the total at five and a half with heavy juice to the under, uh, minus 140 or so. Uh, this one now you see consensus on our VEASAN odds page, minus 170 for the Hurricanes, plus 150 for the Islanders. Again, that total at five and a half, heavier juice, now up to minus 145 on the under. Uh, Andy, really quick, I'll just say, you know, the under seems like the right play. I totally get why the juice is that direction. I can't get there and land minus 140 or above on the under, though. That's what's holding me back. You and I were talking before we recorded about in-game opportunities, and I think this is one I'm going to try to seek it with whether it be a couple goals early on, maybe take an adjusted total and look toward the under, or maybe even something with the Islanders and their team total looking under. Uh, Ranta, after the first game, was 1.48 goals saved above expected. Uh, and then you look at the Islanders during 5-on-5, five five, they had just 1.55 expected goals. So uh, again, I know Carolina took advantage of their opportunities through the power play, and we'll see if they can get something going during 5-on-5, five five, but I don't know how sold I am in this position specifically on the Islanders offense. So that's the way I'm leaning for this game. Again, probably going to see if there's a better in-game approach. So for an actual bet. Yeah. So uh, for anybody that's been listening to the podcast, you'll know I was, I had a small bet on the Islanders uh, in game one, obviously that didn't work out. Um, I, I saw enough good things to make me, you know, still lean that way heading into game two. Um, didn't see enough, good things to make me want to take that series price, the adjusted series price, which is, you know, up around three to one and somewhere in that neighborhood and, uh, or, or, or bet them at, at plus plus one fifty to win game two. I'd really rather see if they can withstand what I think will be another early push from the hurricanes. Obviously they're going to be in front of their home crowd again. Uh, and, and I think the Islanders were able to settle the game down quite a bit after that, but, 
the the unfortunate part is that they weren't able to keep pucks out of their net and i think that um you know i think that this will be a really telling game as far as to where this series is going to go is not just in terms of you know whether or not carolina wins and makes and extends their series lead to two games to none um, but just you know, whether it's going to be a quick series or not, like if 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 the Islanders can't push through today, then, um, you know, it might be tough to do that in, in, in the future, given how the Hurricanes are going to continue to drive play and control the play uh, at five on five. So I'm going to look for some in-game opportunities here, possibly on the Islanders, hopefully at a bigger price. Um, but it's it's going to come down to whether or not they uh, they're able to kind of withstand that early push and 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 make a game out of it. I don't want to see the Islanders uh, necessarily chasing early. So uh, that that's what I'm going to be looking for. All right, let's move on. 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, Florida and Boston. Your Bruins opening up about minus 220. Uh, we see the minus 230 as a consensus spot, plus 195 for the Panthers on the other side. This totals at six with some juice to the over, minus 120. So when we were talking about this game the other day, I, I guess it was yesterday, obviously, because we were recapping Monday night. I kind of mentioned either the idea of looking for the exact series finish or the series spread. So I did a little bit more searching. Best number, if you do want to jump in on Boston, minus two and a half games for the series spread, minus 110. Bet MGM and FanDuel have that. And then FanDuel, if you think Boston sweeps, plus 330. And if you think they win in five being the Bruins, plus 235. So some opportunities, if you think kind of a, along the line like that, Florida really had the best effort they could have had in game one. And I know, again, we know they fell victim, but maybe they regress even more. But they, again, it, it was an impressive showing from Florida and Lyon between the pipes. What are we expecting here in game two? I, I know you don't have a bet on this one necessarily, and I'm not going to end up with one either, Andy, but... Do you think your Bruins kind of respond more heavily or is this a Florida team that's going to be hanging around game by game? Uh, I would hope so. And I was actually, you know, kind of considering betting the Bruins to win the first period here uh, at uh, minus half a goal plus 135, I believe, uh, at DraftKings, which I think is the best price uh, out there in the market on that play. I, I mean, I really didn't like how Boston started so slow. I know they're going to have to weather storms from the Panthers at times because, Florida is such a great offensive team that can generate a lot of shots and, and scoring chances, but um, really would like to, to see the Bruins start, um, start stronger in game two. And I think uh, they've shown that all year long and in the past that that's kind of how they do respond. Um, you know, especially I like, you know, I, I've noticed over the years that I think when Boston tends to win games that maybe they necessarily didn't play their best in, uh, and had to sort of figure it out. They they usually come with a, a better effort, at least to start uh, in the next game when 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 faced with these kind of kind of situations. So I do like the Bruins to start strong, and you know what? Let's lock that one in there as a as a play for um, Wednesday. Boston minus half a goal uh, in the first period, plus one thirty five. I like it. I think uh, I think the Boston Bruins will will come out strong, but of course, no Patrice Bergeron. That's going to be a, a, a big thing again. Uh, looks like it'll be Pavel Zaka having to shut down Alexander Barkov once again. He did a, a good job of that um, in the last game. Barkov really didn't seem to be himself, but 
yeah, Boston, I think, you know, wins this one upwards of 86% of the time. They, they 100% should be, you know, in the minus 600, minus 700 range. Uh, no value on the Panthers, in my opinion. So I'm just riding my series spread bet, hoping that the Bruins get this done in as little time as possible. If they can sweep the Panthers, great. If they can get it done in six, I'm still happy. But anything more than that, obviously, and I'm really going to start to sweat. All right. Well, look at that, baby. We uh, we coerced a little bit of a, a bet out of you on that one. So now we'll be sweating out that first period on your Bruins for you. I like it, my man, and I dig the price there, too. So uh, we'll be rooting for that one in the first period with Boston over Florida for game two. All right, uh, Andy, this one, uh, man, I, I'm not doing anything because I'm already on the stars for the series. But I'm as someone who's holding that ticket. I'm not feeling great per se, but I, I know after game one with the stars in the wild, especially on the broadcast and what people have said, you, you know, you're you're looking at this going, man, I mean, after that game, like that game going so long and beating each other up, that benefits the stars more than the wild. Sure, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, but if the wild are going to, you know, dominate most of regulation, it, that's going to be terrifying on the side of Dallas because Dallas needs to come out here and make a statement early on in order to get that confidence back, I think. And I know they had numerous opportunities in overtime and then a little bit of puck luck with that bounce toward the end for Minnesota, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. So now Dallas with their backs against the wall, so to speak, because you don't want to go down 2-0 against Minnesota. Uh, that's for sure. And it's a big game here for the Stars, and they're laying minus 150. Minnesota plus 130 with this total at 5.5, some juice to the under Again, I've got nothing here, Andy. I'm obviously rooting for Dallas. Do you think the Stars respond here? Uh, do you think if there's not any pre-flop opportunity that there would be an in-game opportunity you would seek for this one? Um, slight correction from earlier. Locked in the Bruins on the first period. DraftKings has plus 140 uh, minus Ooh, half a goal. Okay. So so, so wanted, to, wanted to bring that up quickly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the, the stars respond, but I'm not telling anybody that they don't anything that they don't know. They're they're the favorite. They're likely going to win this game. Um, I, I, I I'm not interested in, in backing them, though, and, and I'm only really interested in backing the wild. I'm not going to do it pregame unless the line gets out of hand here. Um, but I'm I'm going to look for opportunities because I think you saw it in the last game. Minnesota, Minnesota led. Then they trailed, then they tied it, then they won. I mean, there's 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 swings in these games, uh, and you can take positions, um, and you can you can you know have a lot of fun and a, a lot of um, a lot of value uh, doing that. So um, I'm not I don't have a ton of conviction in the wild here. I think I think they're a, a little uh, priced a, a bit long. But uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bet them pregame, like I said, unless things get really out of hand. I think Dallas is the better team, um, but Minnesota played well enough that you know I'm I'm interested in backing them in in certain situations. Okay, final game, Andy Edmonton and Los Angeles. The Oilers looking to bounce back from that disappointing loss in Game One, and uh, we certainly know their fans are hoping for it. Minus 220 is what we see for the Oilers as the favorite in this game. Plus 190 for the Kings. Totals at six and a half, the over about minus 105. I'm going with the Oilers to win in regulation here, Andy. Minus 125 at DraftKings is the best number I saw here in Illinois. 
it ranged anywhere from minus 125 to minus 160. So some books still just always have it priced egregiously, but DraftKings minus 125 for the Oilers to get this thing done in regulation. And again, I realize the puck line's always attractive if you think they have a chance to win in regulation, but you know what you saw in game one and knowing how closely played these playoff games are going to be and Stuart Skinner not really having the greatest of games in game one causes a little bit of trepidation for me wanting to go fully in on the puck line. But I do think the Oilers respond here. Uh, they had 3.26 expected goals on five on five. The Kings just 1.71. So again, all credit to Los Angeles for coming back. Don't get me wrong, but I, I expect a big response here out of Edmonton and hoping for a big response naturally. And then hopefully they can hold on to a lead that they established early on, unlike they did last game. But that's what I'm banking on here, Andy. So give me the Oilers on the 60-minute line, minus 125 against the Kings. 10 p.m. Eastern time. What are you expecting for Edmonton against Los Angeles in this spot, my friend? Well, for the sake of the city I live in, I hope that the <laughs> Oilers uh, win in regulation. I don't know if Rogers' place can take another um, <laughs> overtime game, whether they win or lose. That place was... Pretty hostile afterwards. Um, you know, I, I doubt the, the I doubt the guy banging on the buckets outside of Rogers' place got uh, got many tips after the game. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm with you on the Oilers as far as you know response. Uh, they've got to respond, and, and they, they've talked all this talk about being a more mature team, and they showed that early that they were ready to play in this this playoff series. But um, yeah, a lot of people, I think gave the Oilers the win in the first period. And maybe they did too, because uh, they let, they let Los Angeles get back into the game. The Kings are not, you know, a team to be messed with. They've got a goaltender that's going to game, uh, you know, until the final whistle and, and um, a lot of pride on that team, obviously like a guy like Drew Doughty, he, you know, he's always fired up. He doesn't want to lose to the Oilers. He's probably, uh, you know, letting those frustrations out constantly in that locker room and keeping those guys on their toes, I, I would think. So, I mean, this is going to be an intense series. And, uh, you know, like sometimes I, I think, well, maybe, man, am I, am I underrating LA? Because last year um, I was, I was a lot closer to betting on the Kings and, and, and I was a lot more attracted to betting on the Kings against the Oilers in the first round than I am this year, just because of how dominant, the Oilers have been and their improvements in defense and, and, and goaltending. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, it's kind of the same situation uh, as Dallas and Minnesota for me, from a betting perspective, at least, obviously uh, I think Edmonton should be a big favorite, um, but it's just my, my, my line kind of lines up with where the, the betting market is now. Um, but yeah, it, it would actually be Kings or nothing for me. So um, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not quite there because I do think Edmonton responds in a big way. And particularly Connor McDavid, he's got to, he's got to come out and have a big night. All right. So for the sake of Andy's neighborhood and my bet, we are rooting for the Oilers to finish this thing in regulation, my friends. And of course, uh, that's the only bet I've got tonight looking for some other in-game angles. And then Andy's got the Bruins first period minus a half at plus 140. He's already looking forward to betting the Jets for their next game against the Vegas Golden Knights. So, of course, we'll get more into that tomorrow on another episode of Easton's Hockey Betting Podcast. Like we've been saying, we've got you covered Monday through Friday, an episode every day throughout the Stanley Cup postseason. And if you want more coverage, make sure you check out Andy's articles over at vsin.com under the NHL tab. You can also follow Andy on Twitter at Digital Gambler. 
for myself at Danny Burke five. Appreciate you all tuning in to another episode and always appreciate if you like and subscribe to the podcast. So best of luck with all your wagers tonight, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the night of hockey and we will catch up again tomorrow. At bed three, six, five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.